So, uh, so, so tell us, like, what the hell's been going on, man? Uh, it's been a long time since you, uh, last time I think we had you guys on the show was right before the pandemic. I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, was, it was after, um... Came out? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I, I think I, I think it was after the album. Times no. I've seen evil. Yeah, right. Uh, right after the no, it was right after the EP. Mm. Oh my god! So did you catch us when we were like in post? Right after the lockdown and the, like the Greek tour and all that madness, or was yeah. it right before that? <laughs> it was right before that. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah so much has happened. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> still alive, man. Still alive. <laughs> Yeah, all of us are pretty lucky. We're all still alive. That's cool. Hell yeah! So, yeah. Uh, so, so the so the new record. I mean, uh, like, it's been getting insane rave reviews everywhere. Man, fucking uh, everywhere I look, Smolder, dude. It seems like it. <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And it's um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's like it's so weird, you know, because the last couple of years have just been like such a like bizarre like mind fuck for everyone i think and so it feels kind of surreal um to kind of come out the other side and now be here <laughs> every everything's different <laughs> yeah i mean we took a lot of time on this album just kind of refining the small details and whatnot just to make sure the whole thing works together as a kind of a cohesive thing and i think it's really paying off yeah yeah each song complements the next one and whatnot but there's a lot of variety as well so yeah well there's that and it's just that like everything in all of our lives totally changed yeah yeah so there's that and yeah we 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 made an album (laughs) yeah i I know for this one you said that uh like it, I think it was a little bit different on this one recording it because you guys were actually all in the same room together, right? Yeah, and that's the first time um, we've been able to do that comprehensively. Since um, the demo. Since the demo, yeah. Well, not even the demo because, like, the demo, Adam wasn't there. Yeah. It was Donahoe. So, True. like, it wasn't the same experience. Like, like we flew the guys out to Finland um, for, like, two weeks, and we all recorded, what was it, like, 10 days in the studio? Yeah. That. yeah yeah nine or ten days yeah so we had, like that whole time in the studio and everything had been written before and I, so i'm sitting this is sarah from smolder um and i'm sitting with uh kevin our drummer who's from the united <laughs> states and he flew to finland today because he's here for like just for this interview <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he flew to finland because um we're writing the third album and he's about to have a baby so he's gonna not tour with us so <laughs> yeah it's uh you know good and bad with both of those things so, <laughs> that's super yeah. awesome man congratulations dude thanks appreciate it yeah the youngest member of smolder is having the smolder baby's having a smolder baby <laughs> 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 so wonderful. But yeah, I'm here with like Kevin and Vincent, um, so the guitarist and the drummer who are like the primary songwriters, I guess, alongside myself. You guys write the music, I write the music or the the lyrics, and then I also edit the shit out of everything and vice versa for you guys. But yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting because like our I think our writing process got like more refined on this album because like me, Kevin, and Vincent got more comfortable with like basically being like, No, I'm not doing that, or like this has to be changed <laughs> on this album. Like yeah. yeah. It's a combination of both being able to take criticism and not be too upset about it in the moment 
Yeah, and give it. Yeah, let yeah let let the criticism kind of percolate and uh, and take a rational action afterwards. You yeah. know, <laughs> like I don't know. That's probably a bad way of wording it, but um, it's not. I mean, like for this album, because for the first album, we kind of like were throwing everything into the pot to see what stuck. You know, yeah, everything was like kind of already written. Yeah, and, and yeah. you guys, you and, and Colin wrote like multiple songs on your end, or you wrote songs, and Sean wrote, or Vincent wrote songs. Um, but yeah. it wasn't like a full group effort, whereas this album was a group effort. And yeah. I think because it was a group effort, it like we grew so much as songwriters because we were all like challenging each other and giving each other like no, no, yes, this, yes, great, no, oh, awful, great, bad. <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. It's I think it's unusual that like a, a band has five people who are writing. And contributing. I st- well, it works though. It's cool. Yeah. You know, the the first record definitely had a lot more doomy parts to it, as where this one, when I'm listening to it, it feels like you guys picked up the pace a little bit, or quite a bit actually, and uh, and that's cool. But like, it was making me laugh because I was thinking about it and I was wondering, it did. Do you think that that had was that a direct effect of you guys all being in the same room together like you were just having so much fun doing it that it was like yeah like just the energy was more or because that's how it sounds like that's how it feels oh that's interesting i mean we didn't write any of the music in the same room we just recorded it in the yeah. same room yeah so like it was already written before we went to the studio um it's it's oh, there's so many things to unpack i don't know yeah i mean some of Definitely some of the energy of us all being together like went into the album. Not maybe not the writing process, but like the the, the production for sure. And um, so some of the backing vocals maybe we had decided to add when we were in the studio. Yeah, but and, like the uh, energy of us being together is such a weird way to phrase it because yeah. like we did grow a lot closer over the pandemic and I think because we grew closer and we were like more critical of each other's artwork, it meant that we like worked together to make the songs and like one of the things we wanted to do was to like use everybody's individual strengths and so because we were all writing together and then some of the, it's funny cuz I like to zoom back, he said as a lot of people have been saying that the doom's gone, which I don't think is true. Like the doom is in Dragon Slayer's doom and it's in Midnight in the Mirror World. And it's also in Victims of Fate, which we've already talked about. It's like 27 minutes of the album is an epic doom album. But because like epic doom generally doesn't like get delivered in this context, especially by like a woman, I think it like makes people kind of forget. And because the way that the album was marketed, it was marketed more heavily as like a heavier album and Talisman the Blade was the first single. So I think people are hearing the fastness more because it's on the debut like bastard steel yeah. is a speed metal song just like talisman the blade just like like spell forge yeah, you know we definitely expanded on the the speed the speed metal elements um but yeah it, yeah it was all There's so many things I think, <laughs> I think i think the speed side of things is a little more pronounced on this album and yeah. so it sticks out more That's yeah that's what I was gonna say. Like, it feels like that 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 element's getting a little bit more of the spotlight. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The de- the doom stuff is definitely still there. Like, there is still. I mean, it's very much. It definitely. You know, it's still fucking smolder. Like, it is one hundred percent the same same thing as like what you guys did before, just more refined and a little bit more. But it does feel like the spotlight shining on that that faster galloping like 
Iron Maiden type thing that's going on that I'm hearing, man, which is, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like the, uh, like, choosing to have Talisman of the Blade as the first sing- single definitely probably influenced people's uh, perception of the album right from the get-go, so. Oh, absolutely, it did, and that was intentional. Yeah. And it was the same reason why, you know, because um, Spellforger is a song that Kevin and I wrote. Like, we were talking about this today because Kevin's now in Helsinki, and we all went for a hike, and we were talking about our favorite songs on the album, and uh, Kevin said Dragon Slayer's Doom, which I also agree with. It's a fantastic song. Vincent, what did you say again was your favorite? Was it Midnight in the Mirror? Probably Midnight in the Mirror. Okay, and then I said that my favorite was just the B-side because I love the one, two, three punch of, like, Victims of Fate, Spellforger, and Dragon Slayer's Doom. Um, But, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's an interesting conversation to have because, like, the album does get framed as being heavier because the A side is, like, almost all aggression, whereas the B side is, like, the doom side, plus the power metal song. I think it is heavier, (laughs) for sure. The the production feels heavier, too. Yes, there is that. We could feel it in the studio, like, whoa, this this shit rips you know yeah that's true <laughs> like as we were writing as we were recording it we we're like wow this sounds really good already like even yeah. better than the first yeah time. like we we had uh before we went into the studio uh we had demoed out um uh, nine tracks and then um eventually decided we were, we were only going to do the seven yeah but yeah it was a it was a much different feeling hearing the songs like like recorded like professionally uh, rather than just like you know guitar pro or guitar pro like midi drums and like uh like cell phone recorded like stuff you know so yeah it's uh it was really cool yeah it was cool all of it's, it's been nice <laughs> we kind of went on a tangent there. yeah we did <laughs> sorry <laughs> Oh yeah, and you guys have been playing a lot of live shows, man. You guys, uh, tell us about that. Yeah, that part's been crazy. So we moved, Sean and I, Vincent and I, we moved to um, Finland like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and so we have two lineups for Smolder. Uh, there's the lineup in Finland, which is um, or has had members of Emissary and Bone Hunter and Ranger, uh, Ranger. and uh, basically we've played festivals in the Czech Republic, Poland, France, and Germany in the last couple of months. In addition to like gearing up for the album release, so we've been like rehearsing for the last year, and that's the first time we've ever really rehearsed as a five-piece band consistently. Yeah. Which is very weird to say. <laughs> previously, the shows we played, um, you know, we'd get together with the North American lineup only for a few days. So sometimes we wouldn't even have the chance to jam before, or sometimes we would only get to jam like once or twice the day before, uh, or even the day of. So yeah, the band fell together and got famous so quickly that it, like we haven't had time to catch up, and now we're catching up. Yeah, which is really nice actually, and it's like really fun, and it's also really inspiring because you know we just moved to Europe from Canada and that's a huge relocation and like the fact that we're focused here now or like live here now means that the rest of the band it's a lot easier for them to come travel and have somewhere to stay and all those other kinds of things so it just makes like the international operation of the band great um and it yeah it also means that sometimes our friends now travel to Finland to stay in our our our, our, our guest bedroom yeah <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> we live in the forest yay <laughs> 
Hell yeah. Uh, I watched the, the live stream from uh, Keep It True, man, and you guys fucking delivered it 100% the whole way through, man. It sounded like almost just like the record. Like, it was really, really cool. I love that part at the end, too, with the swords. Oh, yeah. That was that was really exciting. Hell um, yeah. Having um, Madeline from Bloodstar and Amy from Solicitor and Erica from Sanhedrin um, join us on stage at KIT. I mean, we were offered uh, the second performance at KIT four days before we had to do it because uh, initially we were supposed to just play on the warm-up show on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, on the Monday, uh, a member of Witchfind got sick and so they had to drop the gig. And uh, Oliver reached out and was like, hey, Sarah, like this slot opened up and people are asking to see you guys because the Wednesday gig is sold out. So will you take it? And I was like, absolutely, yeah. we will. <laughs> this is going to be a shit show. <laughs> yeah, we were... <laughs> Like we were lucky enough to have like enough material like ready that we could switch out one of the songs. So we 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 did two different set lists. With, with so song, minorly but yeah. different, but we minorly only had four days. Still, it's fine. Yeah. With four days notice, I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, well, it was the four days notice, so we had like the show on Wednesday night, and we traveled all day on Wednesday. It was like we left at like six a.m. or four a.m. or whatever it was, and then we played that night at nine thirty ten, and then the next day at two o'clock in the afternoon, we played yeah. a second set. And you know, I really wanted to find a way to differentiate it from the first one, and I so I messaged um, my girlfriends because basically this kit was like every friend of every band in the world was at this kit it was crazy the lineup was all of our label mates all of our friends all the, like bands that i've written liner notes for like people i have like long-standing relationships with like Mul- really was crazy multiple bands that we've shared the stage with previously yeah all of our friends so i messaged like amy and um or first it, i messaged uh, maddie and i was like hey dude like would you want to join me on stage she's like oh i don't know i might have you know be kind of bowled over for my own set but we'll see and then i got there and then amy said yes and then erica said yes and then maddie came came back and so we practiced it maybe 10 times backstage and even singing it backstage sounded so good it was really cool hearing it just like sort of like acoustic backstage like practice when you guys are practicing yeah yeah that'll be something for the archives that will people might see some years down the road yeah Oh really? Oh my god! Okay, I was just about to say it'd be it'd be cool to be a fly on that wall, man. But so (laughs) yeah, all all of us were doing vocal warm ups and just like freaking out and doing lots of hugs and drinking and having a fun time, and then all of us were just yelling, (laughs) singing. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of festivals, what the fuck is, uh, what, what's going on with all these, these crazy people saying all this wild shit, man? I've been seeing some of your posts on Facebook. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there, it, it's been a little wild. I mean, I, I think right now is kind of a unique time because it's like, I don't want to say it's totally post-COVID, but like the World Health Organization declared that it's no longer a global emergency. So like we're into that point where like everyone's going out again and there's a lot of like anticipation and everyone's like partying and things have been really hard, I think, the last couple of years. Um, And so it's meant that like a lot of the shows that we're playing, like people are responding to almost exclusively to me in this like really inappropriate fashion. And it's been quite funny because there's been multiple situations where I've been standing with a bandmate or a stranger um, and someone has come up to me and blurted out something and all of us, our jaws drop because we're like, wow, like... (laughs) 
why are you saying that specifically? Like, also, I don't want to ask any more questions because it's it's too wild, you know. But, yeah, like how do you even respond to some of that stuff? Do do you respond to it, or you just? It like, really depends, you know. Um, yeah, I, I respond. I, I, I try to be reasonable and calm, and sometimes I just, like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, like, identify people further. It's, like, basically, like, this comic that I've been making has been a way for me to kind of, like, process how strange people are responding to me. Um, and I get it, you know, like, metal is, like, a very male-dominated genre, um, and we're a band that got very popular very quickly, and a lot of people know who I am from not just Smolder, but also, like, my work with Banger TV and, like, other assort- assorted things. So, like, I know that people have a lot of, like, feelings and assumptions and, like, opinions about things that I've, like, said and done in the past. So, like, a lot of it's just, like, people are, like, projecting you know, like weird stuff onto me specifically. So I've been trying to respond the kindest way that I can. Sometimes that means just like walking away from somebody. Sometimes it says like, sorry, man, I think you're wrong, but okay. And then, you know, moving on some of it's okay. I don't think you should ever say anything like that to a person ever again, dude. (laughs) Yeah. It's been wild the last couple months. Like the the, the one guy, uh, the, what did he say? That you're fucking. Oh, yeah. That your you're, you don't need sucks. to read all of that out on the air. That, that's, people can find that nugget for themselves. Did, did you sign his jacket though? The the one that was demanding that. Oh, oh that yeah, guy. We did end up signing his jacket. Yes, we did. You did. And, and to to his credit, the next day he actually came up to me and apologized. That's cool. It was really cool. And and when he came up and apologized, I was like, you know, and I said to him, I was like, look, man, it's totally cool if you don't like a record, like, but you have to say it in a more appropriate way. And uh, he was like, yeah, I know you're totally right. Like, I'm really sorry. I was really rude. And like, the thing is, is like the comics that I'm making, like, I do want to also illustrate, like, not everything that everyone's saying to me is bizarre and a little insane you know like lots of the things that people lots of the interactions that we're having with people are wonderful um i think it's just like more to illuminate the kinds of things that people project onto artists because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of conversation about that and the amount of times that i've seen like my fellow colleagues artists musicians writers painters whatever i've seen them subjected to that type of like very hypercritical weird kind of dehumanizing behavior. And I don't think a lot of people are really thinking about artists as like being people. They're thinking of them as like constructs. And so it's it's also kind of like playing with that idea of like someone not really seeing me as a person. So they think it's okay to just like spew garbage at me, you know? Yeah. 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 And I think like other other people, like women specifically, have definitely been subjected to similar behavior. Oh yeah. Uh, yes we have. So I think uh, <laughs> yeah constantly (laughs) and people always think that like you know when you say things like oh yeah this person was aggressive or abusive or whatever i think a lot of people want to pat themselves on the back and they believe they're in like the post-sexist world but the reality is is that we're not no so yeah it's playing with a lot of those themes and also trying to like find it i'm trying to find it funny because now that the months are over and i'm reflecting back on it some of it's like oh that does not sit very well with me (laughs) some of it's just absurd (laughs) very strange things happened (laughs) over the last couple of years well it definitely seems like the cool way outweighs the bad i mean like you you guys 
records are flying off the shelf. You guys are playing all these shows. Uh, you know, that's that's what it's all about. You know. Yeah, definitely. We're extremely lucky. Um, you know, the the record label that we're on, Chris El Cerro, they've been really good to us. The fans have been great. Um, very it, generous, it's yeah. very generous, and they're so kind. Like, you know, we have a lot of repeat fans who who followed us to like a whole bunch of different shows, which is so wonderful and like humbling. And you know, we have. Um, you know, fans and friends and like people like yourself who like, you know, we've like thanked in the liner notes and like who have, you know, also helped us with the promotion and all that stuff. Like we know that we're part of this big community that is like very, um, based on reciprocity. And I think that that's like what makes us love heavy metal and like stay in heavy metal is that there is a huge community um, here that is trying as much as we're trying to like push all the good stuff to the front. You know, yeah, we want to, we want to share our success with, uh, with people who also deserve it. So. Yeah. And, but people are sharing their success with us too, which mm-hmm. is like really incredible. Like for example, you know, one of the wonderful things that I've noticed with this album is like the Greek metal scene, has really really embraced smolder and i think that's because you know epic metal is huge in greece in addition to that like our tour kind of got like absolutely like burnt alive in greece so people want to see us come back and like there's all these things based on the community there where people have been like really helping us out and for example like both sacred outcry um and uh triumpher which are two amazing greek heavy metal bands that have also put out albums in the last couple of months we've been sharing their music and they've also in turn been sharing ours and like we're we're all buying each other's albums and sending each other you know messages on the internet and like stuff like that and it's just it's really nice to see like that part of heavy metal you know because yes a lot of like problematic like fucked up shit in heavy metal but there's also this community that like loves and like embraces and like lifts each other up yeah and that's like that's when the best heavy metal happens that that shit shit feels good man (laughs) yeah that shit feels great man (laughs) yeah hell yeah hell yeah that uh speaking of uh you mentioned your record label i gotta say like the the packaging on this album is is amazing they did a great job as always and uh the beer colored vinyl fucking automatic dude like <laughs> as soon as i saw that i was like ah bye <laughs> incidentally all the design and layout was actually vincent our guitarist yeah i, oh, do, shit. I do all our graphic design yeah. um, vinyl cassette cd t-shirt everything patches yeah. except for the one-off stuff that's like made by other people yeah, yeah. vincent does everything that's He's fucking awesome one. man yeah he's a very skilled graphic de- designer his company it's called Obscure, Obscure Visions. Obscure Visions, yep. Yeah. Uh, You're real talented. <laughs> yeah, if you need um, t-shirt designs, CD layouts, vinyl layouts, EPKs. layouts, EPKs. Go to, go to Vincent. Bandcamp redesign. Um, yeah. New logo. Anything. He did all. Need some old art cleaned up. You need uh, an old (laughs) shitty JPEG uh, revectorized. He's got it. (laughs) But he's done all the smolder design and like you know the. um, In addition to that, it was really fun because like this album, um, I did the illustrations. So yeah, the liner note illustrations. Yeah. yeah, So I did those. Um, so if you're looking at like the vinyl and you see like the hooded figure with the sword and like the tower and the skull and and the mushroom, those are all my illustrations, um, which I've been working on for the last like a couple of years. So 
That is super cool. That is that, that's really cool that you guys are so hands on with everything that you're doing too. DIY or die, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. The the artwork too, like like this album cover is epic as fuck. I, I you know I, I know throwing out that word again, but like <laughs> it just is. That's the vibe we try, we're we're going for. So yeah, it's, uh, we want the album cover that makes you feel the way you felt when you picked up Killers when you were twelve, and you were like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be awesome!" <laughs> yeah, like the, the first time you saw like any other Omen album, Battle like, Cry or like Sirothungo King of the Dead. Yes. Or, yeah. The first time you saw Scanners Hypertrace and you were like, whatever is inside is going to be amazing. Yeah, this guy looks crazy. I need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we want women who look like they're going to fucking murder you. And I think that's that's kind of been the vibe of, of Smolder. Um, maybe maybe not the whole vibe of Smolder, but the vibe of this album, because it is like a, kind of a thematic concept about like obtaining vengeance against, you know, um, abusive people and generally those abusers are almost always men so that's the theme of the album and like when we saw that artwork because it's by a renowned fantasy painter michael whelan um when we first saw that cover i just remember seeing it and being like okay that's it this is where it is because when we found the cover for dream quest ends it was the same thing like we saw it and we thought okay like there's just you know that that is such a progressive weird exploratory ep and so it felt proper to have this like woman with like you know a uh what is it yeah. a cape of a cape animal fur and like a, and like and like a, a castle like in a, the background you know like because it felt like uh, a, an adventure lance. quest whereas like the debut felt like you know the thunderstorm bitch and like yeah <laughs> all of them have felt like the albums i think which is i don't know what we're gonna do next yeah but, yeah in addition <laughs> like the the artwork itself comes from um the book uh, amazon's two yeah and it's like a collection of stories um a compendium about like 99 percent warrior women yeah written by women too mm-hmm. which is cool yeah like the title track uh violent creed of vengeance was was uh influenced by one of the stories in there so yeah along with death stalker <laughs> right well, it, oh wait no no that was talisman of the blade that was inspired, the blade by, death stalker. inspired by death stalker Shit. yeah <laughs> I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Earlier, you mentioned that you had nine demos when you went into the studio. Is there uh, any chance that that those other two might see the light of day sometime? We're writing them. We're working on them this weekend. Actually, Kevin here. (laughs) Even earlier today, we were just discussing uh, (laughs) the songs, and one of them um, will probably end up recording almost as it is um for a future release and then the second one uh is going to get a pretty drastic overhaul um because we want we weren't we weren't totally happy with it so yeah but there's also like we all we already have seven songs um and there's no saying that all seven of them will make it to the album but the fact of the matter is is like the band now like we have we're about to do a uh two-week european tour kevin's about to have a baby uh our, another one of our Finnish members, Demi, he he and his partner, his wife, are about to also have a baby. So they're going to be, he's leaving the, the Smolder lineup as well. So we're, we're like doing all this internal work right now to like get everything up. But it'll take years before another album's out. Like we're yeah. never going to be a band that releases albums every year or every two years. It just won't happen. Yeah, I would be surprised if it took us like four, five, five years. Four, five years. <laughs> 
next one. But <laughs> yeah, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be two years. Maybe we'll tour and we'll be like, damn, that was the best thing I ever did. Let's do it again. And then we'll tour again in the spring. <laughs> that would be a lot. Because <laughs> we have all these festivals coming up already in the spring. We've been asked to like play some really cool shows. And it's making us very creative because we've had so much positive feedback, I think. Yeah, we, we might also probably make it back to North America next year. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe we could maybe we could play your 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 metal festival. Like that's been so crazy, Zach. Like, can you? Yeah, what status? Awesome. What status are you guys at with that festival right now? Because I remember last year, like all the stuff that happened. I was telling the guys about it today, um, telling them about how you know you guys ended up getting like boycotted by like the local like church or something like that, and then uh, you know you guys started sharing all those memes. Yeah, on yeah. The internet, and then you sold thousand tickets. Like it was amazing. It was so cool to watch on the internet. It was it was, was awesome. Very- and then yeah, they they changed the laws in that town, so like that that place is pretty much off limits now so we had to move oh. to to another place and they're did constantly they the because of you what did, you... did they change the laws because of you guys yeah basically yeah yeah oh my god that's Crazy. so fucking repressive it's <laughs> It is it is insane. Yeah. And they're they're still they're trying to do stuff all the time. I mean it's I don't know. It's like yeah, I mean we don't need to talk about like the world's increasing march like towards fucking like fascism, but we kind of do because like stuff like that is indicative of it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, basically like, like art. well, it's 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 the um, illegalization of um, uh, of uh, deviance. That's what it is, and it's happening to like you know marginalized people all over the world but it's definitely real fast in the u.s which sucks yeah we'll we'll keep on fighting the good fight though man it's all we can absolutely. do absolutely never stop fighting in the streets <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah all right well, well guys i'm about out of questions for you is there anything else you want to let the people know uh so we haven't talked that much about the music itself so can i like say a thing about the music (laughs) yeah 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 tell us (laughs) okay so yeah i think okay so smolder is a mix of like u.s power metal and epic doom and traditional heavy metal um and i think that on violent creed of vengeance uh we really kind of have crystallized all of our like disparate genre interests into a single thing which is great and uh we sold out of the first press of the vinyl of the album which was a 1500 run which is a pretty big deal for us and very cool but we're gonna do um we're doing a second press of the record right now which is going to be released by cruz del sur again obviously um and you can buy anything you want from us like t-shirts and flags and patches and vinyl and cds at smolder.bandcamp.com please go to smolder.bandcamp.com and support us there um or share our music all that other kind of stuff because i know you have like a massive audience now zach i'm like really impressed watching your business grow thank you thank you Yes. And what you said, go to fucking Bandcamp and buy that shit. God damn it. (laughs) Buy that shit. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, uh, before I let you guys go, could I get you to make us another station tag? Yes, of course. All right. Whenever you're ready, say something like, this is Smolder and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Smolder, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. You guys should have said something. Go! 
go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Vincent from Smolder, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah. All right, I guess I'll go. Uh, this is Kevin from Smolder, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will talk again soon. All right. Thanks, Zach. See you later. All right. Later. Bye.